Okay, welcome to the second episode of Dissectable Me. In this episode, we're going to talk about the respiratory system, a really brief introduction for it. I'm going to press start. We're going to talk about the function. We're going to talk about the anatomical structure that's perfectly suited for this function. And we're going to add some clinical relevance if we can squeeze it in at the end. So the function of the respiratory system is essentially gaseous exchange. That is the transfer of carbon dioxide and oxygen in and out of the body. Now, last week, Sam spoke about the cardiovascular system and mentioned how the pulmonary arteries carry deoxygenated blood from the heart to the lungs. And it is in the lungs that this gaseous exchange takes place. Now, the lungs have a phenomenal structure that we'll discuss very shortly, and it's all suited to surface area. In the lungs, the blood vessels, branches of that pulmonary arteries, carry this deoxygenated blood where the oxygen from the lungs diffuses into the cardiovascular system, oxygenating it. Cardiovascular system also has quite a high concentration of carbon dioxide here, so that goes in the other direction down a diffusion gradient. From the lungs, the pulmonary veins then pass back to the heart, so the heart can then transfer all this oxygenated blood to the tissues that need that, that oxygen. If you want more information on that, have a look at Sam's recording from last week. Now, the lungs themselves, the structure of the lungs, are perfectly suited for this function, but they are passive. They're essentially millions of sacs glued together to form two lungs, a right and a left and your right lung is larger than your left. The right has three lobes, the left has two lobes. Now, the lungs are not active. They're not going to expand on their own. Instead, they sit housed in the thoracic cavity, and in the thoracic cavity, which is a pressure-tight, air-tight space, two muscles of respiration are going to facilitate the fill-in with, with air. Those two muscles are the diaphragm, which is the sheet-like structure of muscle that sits as a, a partition between your thorax and your abdomen, and the intercostal muscles, the muscles between the ribs. Now, when you take a big breath in, the diaphragm flattens, the intercostal muscles, thorax, expand upwards and outwards, and the volume drastically increases in the thoracic cavity. What happens, these elastic tissue expands drastically and the pressure, because of this volume increase, is decreased, sucking in the air through the tubes. The reverse is true in expiration. Let's talk about the tubes then. Now, respiratory tree is what we usually use to describe the tubes of the lungs. And it's one of the best analogies in anatomy. Picture a stereotypical tree, large trunk, as you look at that trunk, as you look up the tree, you will see that it splits into two branches. And those branches, as you look further up, become more and more numerous in their divisions and smaller in their diameter until you get to the leaves at the end that have this phenomenal number and by doing so having a great surface area. It's pretty much what the lungs are like. Your respiratory tree, by definition, starts at the oral and nasal cavity that warms the air as you breathe in. These pass through the pharynx and larynx, which is a talk for another time, and then pass into our human trunk, if you would, the trachea, the single tube that passes through your neck, transferred in inspired air through into the thorax. In the thorax, it divides into two, into bronchi, a right and a left main bronchus for the right and left lungs. And as you go down the tube, it then further divides into lobar bronchi. 
from the lower bronchi, further divisions again. These split into multiple bronchioles until you get into individual segments of the lungs called the bronchopulmonary segments. Now the tubes here are very narrow, but at the ends of the tubes you have numerous alveolar sacs. These alveoli are only a single cell thick, making diffusion across their structure easy. The alveolar sacs are also rich in a substance called elastin. This facilitates the expansion that you see during inspiration, but also the retraction of the lung tissue during expiration. Key point in facilitating the function. Also has a phenomenal blood supply, and we mentioned that earlier on. Okay, home stretch, last 30 seconds. Let's talk about some pathology. The smaller parts of the respiratory tree are collapsible and they're surrounded by smooth muscle and if this smooth muscle becomes irritated this is the basis for asthma or bronchospasm. Likewise if our alveolar sacs fill with fluid pulmonary edema or pus pneumonia they're unable to conduct their function and imagine those alveolar sacs breaking down so that they're no longer multiple small sacs but one large undilatable sac. This is emphysema. So how was that? My name's Chris Summers, and we will see you in the next episode.